Welcome everybody to the Captain Spot. I'm your host, Justin Freeman. Six foot one inches, 275 pounds of fantasy knowledge. And it is Monday night once again, boys and girls, and we have a double header here tonight. We get Bills Chiefs at 5 o'clock Eastern, and then the nightcap Cardinals at Cowboys, and that's what we're going to be talking about here today. Showdown, Cardinals, Cowboys, game with a 54.5 point total. Cowboys favored by one, life without Dak Prescott. What's it going to look like? We'll dive right into that. But first, quick reminder, make sure you click like, subscribe right here on Mayo Media Network, where you'll find the Monday night show each and every week. You'll get the Thursday night and the Sunday night show over on my personal YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash the CPT spot. Make sure you subscribe there. Or if podcasts are more your speed, you can get the Captain Spot YouTube uh, podcast feed, excuse me, uh, wherever you're getting your podcast. So click subscribe there. Really appreciate all the support, guys. Without further ado, let's talk Cardinals at Cowboys. Again, we're talking a high total game, but we're trying to figure out what this Dallas offense could look like without Dak Prescott. Uh, that's obviously the key injury on this slate. There aren't a ton of other injuries. Matter of fact, as I look through the injury report, there's only one player uh, who's an offensive skill player who pops up, and that's Blake Bell, tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. He was on the report earlier with the knee, has fully practiced all week long, does not carry a game designation. So we are healthy, with the exception, obviously, of the franchise player, Dak Prescott. So what will this Cowboys offense look like? Vegas still seems uh, encouraged, I would say, given the line of this game. Cowboys favored by one point against this Cardinals uh, offense. The, the, the total is still out there, 54 and a half points. We're not predicting some major cliff dive, I think, here for the Cowboys side. So what will that offense look like? I've had to take a stand on this personally as we're building out projections. And to me, I think we can project about six fewer plays per game for this Dallas offense. This Dallas offense was just torching the rest of the league in terms of pace and production. And, I mean, they're just out there a ton. Uh, The defense is a sieve, and so the offense is just on the field all the time. Uh, Matter of fact, the offense is kind of putting pressure on the opposing offense to keep up and hold serve. And so they're just getting a ton and ton and ton of plays. So I think that's going to come back down to earth a little bit. So that sort of league-high volume is going to just regress a little bit closer to league average. And then I think the run-pass ratio there for the Cowboys offense going to shift a little bit more heavily towards Zeke Elliott and putting the ball in his belly, let him go out and win games for them. So uh, will it be an effective strategy? I don't know. But uh, I think Andy Dalton has uh, weapons, obviously, at his disposal. Those weapons have not changed. We're talking Omari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, uh, Dalton Schultz, if you want to consider him a weapon, Uh, Ezekiel Elliott out of the backfield, obviously, That's a pretty talented group to throw the ball to. And, um, you know, we've seen Andy Dalton be a really good quarterback uh, for fantasy purposes, at least uh, in certain situations where he's been surrounded by really good players. And if you remember up in Cincinnati, I think uh, A.J. Green, T.J. Hushmanzada, Marvin Jones, uh, maybe a little early on Hushmanzada, Marvin Jones, though, um, and uh, Mohamed Sanu. uh, When those guys were around for Andy Dalton, uh, played really well. Uh, was you know top five fantasy quarterback there for a period of time. So I think Dalton can play well with the right cast of characters. And and here we are. We're in a good situation to find out. And that's going to be a key stand for us to take here on this showdown slate. So why don't we hop into the pricing and understand exactly what we're looking at here, where we're talking a couple guys who are going to be pretty high priced and be tough for us to af- afford all the guys 
who we would consider studs in this particular matchup. Highest price guy on the slate, Kyler Murray, $12,400. We've seen, you know, a, a really high floor emerge for Kyler Murray, starting to really rush the ball a lot more this season than he did in years past. Uh, who cost you obviously 12-4 to get in your lineup. And if you want to pair him with his number one pass catcher, it's DeAndre Hopkins at 11-2. Uh, Hopkins is you know, as good as it gets in the NFL. And, you know, we can, I can always discourage you from paying up for super high-priced pass catchers. Uh, because there is a real chance uh, that that floor never really emerges. But a guy like Hopkins, his target volume is still so high. Um, I think there's a really good chance that he pays off still. But, I mean, overall, just to understand that like, if he goes, you know, seven catches for 80 yards and gets you 15 fantasy points, that, you know, depending on how the rest of the salaries work, that may still not be a good enough game. And that's that's a really good game by most receivers' standards. For sure. Um, and then if we're looking at the, the rest of the rotation there in the passing game for Arizona, there's a really strictly defined three wide receiver set there. It's Hopkins. It's Christian Kirk. It's Larry Fitzgerald. People want it to not be Larry Fitzgerald so bad that they forget Larry Fitzgerald's averaging 83% of the team's snaps for the year. He's not going anywhere, guys, unless he just like breaks an ankle in the middle of the game. And I hope he doesn't. Uh, big Larry Fitzgerald fan. Um, you know, Andy Isabella isn't getting on the field. I mean, Andy Isabella is averaging 30% of the team's snaps compared to 80%, you know, 83% for Larry Fitzgerald. So, you know, hedge accordingly. I don't think you're going to see Andy Isabella out there a ton. I don't think you're going to see Trent Sherfield. don't think you're going to see Keyshawn Johnson. It's They've got a true three-wide set. Now, could Andy Isabella on his 8% of projected targets or so uh, turn one of those into an 80-yard touchdown bomb? Absolutely. Um, so I think you want to have a little bit of exposure to allowing that possibility in your lineup. But overall, let's just hedge expectations. Um, and and I don't know that this means necessarily that we're considering Larry Fitzgerald some great option. But at 4,800, uh, we'll certainly be talking about him as a potential. At the tight end position for Arizona, uh, this is really interesting because there has been a changing of the guard there. And it's been underway for about three weeks now. Um, and Dan Arnold is out. Daryl Williams is in. Excuse me, Daryl Daniels is in. See, I, he's so off the radar, I don't even know his freaking name. Daryl Daniels uh, now averaging uh, now up to 67% of the team's snaps last week. We saw Dan Arnold held targetless uh, in week five. So Daryl Daniels officially taking over as the tight end one in this offense. So make sure that you are considering him. Uh, you know, he's he's priced at $1,800. That's that's perfectly fine pricing for Daryl Daniels. Um, when we're talking about tight ends, we're, we're obviously looking for them to pay off in the end zone. And at $1,800, he's going to make a lot of other things a lot easier for you. So he's going to be one of our favorite cheap guys to zero in on for sure. Um, at the running back position, Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds are the only two really getting any love there from Arizona. And Drake has been just sort of running into brick wall after brick wall. Not a very efficient player so far this year. And so when Chase Edmonds broke a 30-yard touchdown run last week, people were saying, get this young kid a little bit more time. Let's take Kenyon Drake's uh, off the field and, and try to get a little bit more volume headed Chase Edmonds' way. Edmonds so far has been sort of the passing down specialist. We've only seen 3% of the team's targets this year head to Kenyon Drake. We've seen 13% of those targets 
head to Chase Edmonds. So he's like 4Xing the target volume of Kenyon Drake at this point. So I think that's an important way to just understand what the two roles are here because Chase Edmonds has not topped 17% of the team's rushes in any game so far this year. The rushing volume has all filtered through Kenyon Drake. The passing volume has all filtered through Chase Edmonds. It's rare that we get roles so clearly defined, but here we are, and there they are. Um, now, I think you could – it would not take much uh, of a leap of faith to say Chase Edmonds may get a little bit more rushing work at this point, um, You know, just coming off 10% of the team's rushes last week. You know, it wouldn't take much to pass that. But, um, you know, overall, he's going to cost you $7,000 uh, to get Chase Edmonds in your lineup. $6,600 for Kenyon Drake. Let's think about that. The starting running back, the one who's guaranteed to get the most volume, costs $400 less than his own backup. Um, I think this has a little bit of uh, recency bias in it. And so uh, while I think you can project a little bit of growth for Chase Edmonds, I think this is just getting way too cute uh, by playing Edmonds over Drake. Um, I think you can do it over the course of several lineups, but overall I think consider that your best chance at fantasy production, uh, and, and especially paying off in the end zone, going to come by playing Kenyon Drake instead of Chase Edmonds. As we look to the Dallas side of the football, you know, playing Andy Dalton this week will cost us $9,600. I think that's a perfectly fine price to pay for Andy Dalton. I think the weapons around him raise his floor significantly. Um, I am very interested in playing $9,600 Andy Dalton. And uh, Ezekiel Elliott will cost you $10,600. So he will be the most expensive cowboy to roster. And I think he's worth it. Um, I think as you project the way for this game to flow for Dallas, they're going to want to get Ezekiel Elliott established early and often. Um, and, and I think they're going to want him to be involved as sort of a safety valve dump-off guy heading out of the backfield. So I think you could see some PPR production there from Elliott in the receiving game. As we look at the receiver position, obviously we've got Lamb, 8400 priced up above Amari Cooper. This is just this is kind of unbelievable. <laughs> we're, we're just changing the guard at a couple different key positions here. Lamb priced above Cooper, 8400 to 8000 Michael Gallup priced at 5600 And I wish I could say there's a really tight three wide receiver split here, but there are a couple guys who have started to you know infringe on the snap rate and the targets in this offense, and that's Noah Brown and Cedric Wilson. They'll be your wide receivers four and five, and Cedric Wilson – has come on for plenty of targets. He's been seeing roughly the same amount of targets as Michael Gallup the last three weeks. So Cedric Wilson will cost you $2,400. I think he's viable as long as we can consider um, you know, the opportunity for that number of targets. You know, I was, I'm interested in that many targets for Daryl Daniels over at $1,800. You know, So I, I can't fault you for playing Cedric Wilson to get a bit contrarian off that three-wide set because uh, it's a pretty marquee three-wide set there for Dallas, and I don't think many people would be all that interested in Cedric Wilson. At the tight end position, Dalton Schultz will be your most expensive player there at 6000 You know, he's cut and dry the, the clear tight end. He's getting – he got 88% of the team snaps last week. Not seeing a monstrous uh, volume of targets ever since week two where he saw 21% of the team's targets. Now down to 14%, 9%, 11%. That's what he's looked like the past three weeks. So nothing super, super attractive there for a guy priced at $6,000. Obviously, you're hoping he would pay off near the end zone. Um, but I think a lot of that end zone, uh, red zone type of work is going to be filtered through 
Ezekiel Elliott. So overall, um, I think you know that there are a couple unique passing game options for both these teams. We can certainly consider playing some of the cheaper guys like Cedric Wilson. We can consider playing the guys like Daryl Daniels. But without further ado, why don't we take a look at how our captain distribution plays out for the week. And it is Ezekiel Elliott and DeAndre Hopkins as our clear-cut top two options for each of these offenses. Uh, and it makes sense when you think about it. Obviously, captain, we're looking for outlier, um, and maybe not even outlier, but at least ceiling performances by at least one player in this lineup and in this game. DeAndre Hopkins contains a ceiling that does not exist <laughs> for you know, any other pass catcher on the Arizona side of the football. Ezekiel Elliott, not only, you know, he's going to have a volume-based floor, but ceiling that comes through efficiency. He is, you know, obviously, you give, you give a great player 30 chances to touch the football, and he's going to pay off. And that's the likelihood that we're banking on with Ezekiel Elliott. And obviously, he is cheaper than DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he just takes him a little while longer to get to that 100-yard bonus or to get to that, that high-level efficiency. After that, it's Samari Cooper, Andy Dalton. Uh, so we can play Andy Dalton in the captain. He's going to happen uh, there just a little over 10% of the time. Kenya Drake, C.D. Lamb, Kyler Murray. Uh, so it's interesting to see Dalton over Murray. Wouldn't typically think of it that way in terms of captain. Uh, but the pricing difference is so big between Murray and Dalton that that's why it makes sense that way. Uh, Dalton captain allows you to fit in a lot more studly combinations. If we're looking at the flex appearances, Dalton and Murray clear one, two here in this lineup, followed by the high floor Ezekiel Elliott, the high floor DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, both, you know, all of those are expensive options, but I think you're going to need some of those raw points in your lineup, followed by Kenyon Drake. And you'll notice the big drop off between Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds. It's pretty significant. So I'm definitely on, on team Kenyon Drake, uh, Amari Cooper over CeeDee Lamb. And that's where we see a big drop off is between Cooper and lamb um, following that a couple kickers but we can consider uh, obviously playing a lot of these guys in our lineups this week it looks like a really fun week for us to get creative a lot of really talented players for us to choose from but that's going to do it here for this week six edition monday night edition of the captain spot we'll see you guys again here next week next monday here on the Mayo media network as always remember go over check out the captain spot youtube channel click subscribe and we'll see you guys here soon Thank you